Another task to add to the never-ending list. As a boy, I remembered lawns so short and lush, I once thought they were another type of expensive carpet. Now the grass grew rough and long. The turf created a potential battleground. Standing hay could hide the enemy creeping up on your position. Or, the turn, sneaking up on the house. We were so exposed, and I had so many reliant on me to protect them in their sleep. I turned back to the inside view. I should have been motoring across Europe without a care in the world, save for which casino to visit next, how much champagne to drink and which gorgeous girl to bed. The war snatched away my playboy status before I could enjoy it and replaced it with the sobering reality of a dukedom. Now I worried about the hole in the roof over the south wing. We had dodgy electrics that made the lights flicker in the ballroom, and how was I to ensure no one was attacked in their beds? Even worse, the matrons of England rose up and flung their unwed daughters in my path. Some were passably attractive, Others looked like the horses they rode. I was more hunted than a fox with the hounds hard on its scent. I had thought Serenity House would be my bolt hole, but I could still hear the baying at my back coming ever closer. Only one woman had seen me. The man and not the title. An oval face danced in my vision, one with unusual eyes. The gray around the pupil changed to hazel at the outer edge with the expert blending of an artist's brush. Complex eyes hiding a complex soul that shone with laughter and intelligence. A woman with blonde hair hacked short, as though it were getting in her way, and she had no maid at all to contain it. I conjured the slender form of a young woman who thrilled at speed and carried a lethal sword. Some would call her willowy, but I had felt the lean muscle from wielding her katana. Eleanor Cowie was a conundrum. Nothing about her added up to what I expected from a gently bred woman. There was one thing I truly wanted— more time to figure her out before the hounds ripped out my still warm entrails. Frank dropped the stack of envelopes on the desk. The solid smack dashed cold water on my thoughts. I sighed and stared at the pile. They represented another weight pressing me down. The Great War was over, but the war at home still raged. I kept my intelligence position with the war office as we fought a different enemy. The turned, or vermin. No. I couldn't think of what my father became as vermin. Turned reflected what happened to those unfortunate souls and allowed them to keep their humanity. I picked up the first letter and tore it open. A coded sheet directed me to report on the movements of the turned in Somerset. I was to chart locations and sightings, 
and overlay it with deceased and missing locals. London wanted to know the size and spread of the undead virus. Isolated rural communities made the task more difficult, not to mention the sheer number of men still missing after the war. The Somerset Light Infantry lost 5,000 men, and only nine villagers in all of Somerset were untouched. The Lucky Nine, they called themselves. Our losses were small compared to the vast scale of death the war had wrought. They say over 70,000 men went missing after the slaughter of the Somme offensive alone. They will have no graves except the mud of the battlefield. Perhaps in decades.